Welcome to Extra Words, a Patreon podcast for the Quiet Council only, with specials, extended cuts, exclusives and more. All the X, all your faves, none of the limits. All right, so I think this is, yeah, we're like on now. Why have I done the settings thing? I always fuck up this microphone. I got like this fancy new microphone. Do I know how to use it? You sound sound great. Okay. I mean, I kind of do. But there's three buttons that I've just never pressed that I don't think I will press. Don't press them. No. Okay. Or or don't press them here, yeah, in case something (laughs) bad happens. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Um, Welcome to an episode of Extra Words. If you were listening to this, this is the behind the curtain stuff. Uh, So good good for you. Uh, you know me, I'm Ash. Today I have with me Jerry Duggan. You know who Jerry is, but let's let's let Jerry introduce himself to you if he likes. Maybe not. You know, maybe he's got better things to do. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? I've been well. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, I, I, you know me. I'm the guy that uh, is Alexa talking to you. Yeah, fully. Yeah, that's so funny. Mm. Mm. I was just gonna say I'm I'm the guy that uh, lies for a living. I lie to everyone. What? And then, yeah, well, I don't lie to the artists, but we lie to the fans all day oh. long. We, we we try to we do any by we protect our stories by any means necessary. So I oh right, okay, well done, good. You, yeah, you really buried the lead there. Yeah, because I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> You're like, I'm the guy who lies to people. I was like, you're talking about the comics. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So here, what we're going to do in this episode, uh, you know, usually on the outside, we do one question. We do one question, two voices, 10 minutes. But here now, we've got 20 minutes and rapid fire questions. So I'm going to hit the timer. And Jerry and I are going to try to get through as many of these questions, uh, some of which are from you, uh, with as much uh specificity as we can 10 points to me for saying specificity in a sentence this is a shiny word mm. <laughs> all right okay cool so i now you know me now you know jerry and now you know what we're doing i am going to hit the timer and our x or kind of a bit more than x starts now okay first question what is the personal legacy that you want to leave on this run Oh boy, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I hope that um, you admire the big swings, even if yes. they don't land for you. We are swinging a big stick. Just I, I hope it does land for you, but that's the that's what I that's what I hope everyone remembers when I'm gone. Swinging a big stick. Swinging a big stick. Cool. I just wanted that as a soundbite. <laughs> so um also love the love the x-mech my favorite thing is the whole is the x-mech thing well, that was that personal, fun yeah that, that was, was a personal was, fave like uh you know that was just again in trying to bring joy into the world um what could we see this team do and how could they work together in a circuit that we haven't seen done and um yeah i i, I was on uh there's a executive at disney uh named jesse falcon who's great uh and i've been on his case i said when when am i getting my my lego version of that oh god and and i just keep bugging him and bugging him and bugging him (laughs) my hope is someday that uh that that we'll we'll get we'll get that in a nice treehouse lego oh nice okay second question what's the ah no how do you view how do you view mutant intersectionality 
there's been some nods to loads of different identities held by mutants in this run. So how do you see the mesh of uh, previous identities and mutant identities? Well, it's an interesting question, and it's going to continue to play out in the pages. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, a, a diverse group of writers tackling a very diverse group of characters, mm-hmm. and on, only good can come of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, I, I loved, you know, being able to, like I threw my vote uh, the previous year at Tempo, um, you know, uh, as an interesting character that doesn't have enough of uh, what I call stage time. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think, um, you know, I, she's been teed up for Steve uh, Orlando and Marauders now. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, we spoke a little bit about it briefly. You know, there are things that um, I can explore with Sync you know, uh, both uh, as a, 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 a black man, but as a mutant. Right. Yeah. And he's a, he's a mutant, though, that can hide. He's not one of the ones that has, you know, fins on his head or something, you know, and uh, I, I, I want to do more of that. I haven't had an opportunity to, to sort of do that. I mentioned uh, it's, it's such an unfortunate name, Handsome John in a forged <laughs> data page. Yeah, but yeah. There, there are mutants that look like mutants. And f- for a little while especially in in the Morrison run, they made them really cool. And, you know, I I think um, that what what a gift that was to be able to sort of say, hey, you guys can, you guys can strut, you don't have to hide anymore. And, you know, these were the mutants, right, that used to live in in the Morlock tunnels, you know? Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the funny thing about the top of Marauders was finding out that like Emma had put them all up in like a gated community at a golf course to go. If you're interested in Krakoa, take the walk through the gate because there were going to be people that didn't identify as being, uh, you know, uh, mutants in the what was the classic sense at that time. Yes. And so, um, you know, all of that's all of that is very good grist for the soap opera mill that that uh, we're we're tasked with making entertaining we did we did so we talk a lot about here about um visible mutation and how that changes your politic and outlook mm. and especially some mutants um mutants who are black mutants who are in fact some well you know not all black people there are there are people who are passing or or white passing uh, mm. people who live with uh people live with an identity aspect or an identity vector that they cannot hide and the way that changes your outlook on how you relate to majority communities how you carry carry yourself the value of integration or assimilation Mm -hmm. uh depending on how proximally easy it is for you to do it and we looked at the fact that like this x-men team is very handsome human passing people uh that is true and we were like, how does that change the politic? And I mean, in this in this Krakoan era, when so much of about so much of it is about integration, uh, taking in people who had been previously cast as villains because they were acting, you know, in a way that we deemed uh, negative for minority communities to act under huge um, genocidal pressure. Yeah. Or like um, the the just integration and synthesis of of people who sit under this mutant banner. Then the Krakoan age team then looks very human. And I wanted to know, like, where do you sit on human passing as a, as a team face? Well, it, it, you know, what's interesting is there's a great 
reason why all of those characters ended up on the team. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, the, the some of those oh, really uh, you hope all of those characters are stars, right? Are, mm. are someone that will that is enough people's favorite mutant that you're moving a lot of units, right? <laughs> that you're selling a lot of comics. And I knew um, from my inheritance that it was going to have to be Scott and Jean breaking with the council to go the X-Men or not yep. under the purview. And I knew after reading the vault that it was going to have to be Sink and Laura. And immediately right there, you're like, well, that's half my squad. Yeah. And then I had Polaris, who I didn't pick, but was thrilled with being able to do. And uh, honestly, the 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 I, I guess I'm giving you the full rundown now. You know, Pe- Pepe's. I said, Pepe, who do you want to draw most? And he he said, Well, as you know from our time together on Uncanny uh, Avengers, uh, it's got to be Rogue. And I said, mm. I, I, Buddy, I'm going to go get your Rogue. And then. Uh, I was really left with going, well, who else is there that I, I must have that I have a burning desire to write? And honestly, it, it, it made it very clear in my mind. I don't know how, ever how long I have in a chair at a job. I, and I had some Sunfire stuff that uh, I, I needed to bring uh, to the front. And you're almost to that, that part of the story. You know, he's, he, we've seen him up on Racco. And so that was the year one team. I do think, you know, as, uh, as if I, in success, you will start to see sort of the, the characters that present as the other. I mean, look, even my favorite member of the fantastic four is the thing. I don't know Mm -hmm. that Jack Kirby has ever drawn a, a, a better character than the thing. And that, and, and you know, uh, uh, and I love a lot of what Jack drew. And so there was always, um, you know, the opportunity to to explore, what, you know, what is what is it that uh, uh, at the end of the day, after you've saved the day, you know, that 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 happens. How do you feel about that? And in the X Men world, there was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, especially like when I think about Kurt, like you know, we're introduced to Kurt as people are chasing him to kill him in a church. Yeah, you know, like what? Uh, you know, this is the world that you're trying to save, and uh, you know what? Uh, that's really uh, something that like only a hero could do. You know, when I think of heroism in the X Men, I immediately like probably they've all done many wonderful heroic things, but boy, that you know, Kurt to me is the one that stands out. Yeah, I think the thing is, so I've always thought that. The heroism, resurrection has really recast the way that I see heroism, especially as it pertains mm. to the X-Men. Because I feel like when people are killing, when people are building re- robots, two-storied cool, tall robots that are barbecuing you and your children in the playground, trying prioritizing their safety over your own, maybe not the best idea. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. But resurrection, at being immortal, makes your saving them noble instead of self-defeating. Mm. and you can never serve and save your way out of bigotry you can never serve and save your way out of hatred right. and that has been such a pivotal shift that was the thing that really brought me back into comics and some of the, a lot of the people that i've spoken to here the idea if you're hearing this you've reached the end of the extra words preview to hear this full episode and a whole heap of other behind the scenes stuff head over to patreon and join us on the quiet council that's patreon.com forward slash x of words 
We'll see you over there. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.